Hey, y'all, this is John Quell Jones. This is Mike Strong with the Indianapolis Colts. Yo, it's your boy Buddy Hughes. This is Jazz the Kid Chisholm. Clay Thompson of the Golden State Warriors. And you are logged into 10th Year Seniors. 10th Year Seniors. 10th Year Seniors. 10th Year Seniors. You're logged in with 10th Year Seniors. You dig? Welcome to the 10th Year Seniors Podcast Network. This is the read option. I can't believe you didn't bring the music down more before you actually did that. You want to do it again? Fuck the Bills! Fuck them! boy. This is our weekly gambling podcast where we bring to you the lines, we bring you picks, we give you totals, spread, money line, all of that good stuff. But before we bring any of that to you, we have to remind you that Colin Kaepernick was blackballed from this league in the 21st century for peacefully protesting police brutality against minorities. We should all be conflicted about how much we love follow make money off of this do you see a party that the guy hit for five dollars lose money off of this but we do and here we are that never happens for me john i have realized that sports betting was created and follow me down this path was created only to anger and frustrate me that's why it started that was the genesis behind the whole thing because i do believe my life is a version of the truman show and either you have people like Wood Harris, not Wood Harris, Ed Harris, and whoever was, was running uh, the company that produced the Truman Show. There are either people like that watching me, or there's another theory that God and his angels, I'm a reality show for them. It's a dark comedy, and they just laugh at my mishaps. So that's what sports betting is. And then they put the people in like me in yeah. this thing. I have no clue what's going on. No, nobody does. It's just them watching me, and, <laughs> and they say, look at this idiot. He has a 12-leg parlay in here. 11 of them going to hit. And when he wakes the up first the, 11, when he wakes up in the morning, he's going to see one red mark. That's why you don't have uh, thousands I'm, of dollars. I'm trying to, because he won, he put $5 down. It was 72 grand. And it was like, there's so many people that do it. There's so many people that do it. And this is what continues to draw you in. But anyway, we know it draws you in. And that is why we are here. And of course, anytime you talk about gambling in the Bahamas, you got to talk about debts. You got to talk about birthdays. You got to talk about numbers, but guess what? I feel like we recorded on the worst of worst days because recording now on January 25th, I couldn't find anything interesting enough for us to roll with. Mm. Who got a birthday today? Anybody out there? January 25th birthday. There's nothing interesting. We don't have one. So in lieu of that, we will use this space and we will use this so who time. who died then? Because someone had to have died. I mean, yeah, tons of people Felicia died. Felicia Keys' but... birthday today. Yeah, I saw that. And I was thinking about doing a whole Alicia Keys thing, but yeah. No. Yeah. Anyway, so we could use this time to recap. TikTok and YouTube people on these lists. And that is why I hate using that site because <laughs> I never know any of these people. It's I, I don't know. I don't know. Like when you Xavi, forty two, he played for Spain. Yeah, I, I I figured that would be one for you. And um, I was like, I don't know this dude. Um, yeah, I don't really right. know these people. This site sucks. Yeah, that, that that site is awful. So we started the podcast with one of our favorite sounds on the board, one that we use time and time again. It is the most precious sound to 10YS. It is it the is greatest sound ever. Fuck the bills! Fuck them! And it just feels so good that I could use it all year round. It, the, it's the mantra of what we believe in really at the true core of us as football fans. And... By now, you know, of course, everyone's Super Bowl favorite for the beginning of the year. You could get the best odds on this from the preseason 
the Buffalo Bills have been the team. Mm. The national media as a whole the have... <laughs> the Buffalo Frogs. Oh, Billy Gill was right. Have tried to position Josh Allen as not the next guy, but the guy right now. Like He was supposed to be it. I saw something on the internet which was very... Today's Walt Disney's birthday. Oh, we could have did that one. Walt Wesley. No, my bad. Not Disney. Oh, all right. Well, hopefully... American NBA star. I mean, close enough. Hopefully, Walt Wesley wasn't in a rabid anti-Semite. I can't even read today because who cares about Buffalo? But um, what's I saw on the internet of people saying Cam Newton is a better quarterback than Josh Allen. 100% true. Yeah. 100% true. Um, there shouldn't even be a debate. Like My thing is... The examples that I was seeing on the internet was Josh Allen is a new Philip Rivers, which I agree but disagree because I feel like Herbert is a Philip Rivers too. Um, I don't know if you have two of them. One of them will turn into Drew Brees. We just don't know which one yet. Well, who, who's uh, who's Herbert's backup? Whoever that is, maybe Drew Brees. I doubt it. Yeah, probably not. Um, but yeah, I don't understand what the hate they have for Cam Newton is. But there and were what the praise they have for Josh Allen. There were a lot of people that were making that comparison early on when um when they tried to make other comparisons to Josh Allen. And I, I heard a few people, Dominic Foxworth was one of them, go on TV and said, Well, no, he's a lot more like Cam Newton than anyone else. And it was almost as if people were somehow offended by that comparison. And you forget that early Cam Newton. Before his body got ravaged by the Panthers not having a Anything. stable running game and an and elite receiving core outside of Steve Smith. But early Cam Newton was an MVP that got the Panthers to the Super Bowl. Like, I, I understand heaping the praise on Josh Allen, but his resume ain't there yet. Like, what are y'all trying to make it be? And if he wins an MVP and he gets the Bills to the Super Bowl, then he is on the level of doing the stuff that Cam Newton did. I think people forget that Cam Newton's rookie season, he broke records for passing. Like, that was a real thing that happened. Don't the, don't don't uh, change your perspective just based solely on the end of his career when he couldn't complete, like, a 10-yard in. Yeah, these people got to realize it's a career. That's not so comparing Josh Allen to Cam Newton. That's not a negative thing. But the the funniest part about the Bills losing to the Bengals to me it it wasn't just the fact that they lost at home. It wasn't them losing to the Bengals. It was the fact that they lost in that weather. And between Bills and Dolphins fans, weather has been a major talking point for us. Mm. Like that has been the thing. Um, we we remember what happened in September. Winning, the Dolphins winning the game at home. Everyone blamed on the sun on the sidelines. And then the tide change in that December matchup. Once it started snowing and they were like, oh, two in the Dolphins can't play in the snow. Well, evidently, the Bills can't play in the snow either because in the biggest game of the year, your glorious king of a quarterback put up 10 points in the snow and your team is now home. Mm-hmm. The Hamlin magic didn't work. Mm-hmm. Disappointed Hamlin, you disappointed the whole country. I'm just looking at some Josh Allen... Cam Newton, like, statistics for the first five years each. Pretty identical. Yeah. I mean, and I think people, all, another reason people also say that to Bills fans is that's an opportunity. Less fumbles. That's an opportunity for you to yeah, use that. pretty identical. As like, a cautionary tale. Yeah. Because the thing is. You could see what could happen you if you don't know, use it. Right. You know what can happen. And we were saying it all year long. There were times when he did not need to be throwing the ball 50, 60 times a year. You can hand it off to Devin Singletary. It's okay. The Bills probably had, if not the biggest margin of victory, one of the top margins of victories of all teams in the league. But 
it didn't matter. There would be games and Devin Singletary's getting the ball 10 times. Yeah, but like you said, it's great that they lost in this weather. It's great that they lost in that weather, and it should have been even worse because you know that Jamar Chase catch was a touchdown. Yeah, you know what the crazy thing is, and I'll keep saying it. So the AFs, the Dolphins theoretically should not be in the AFC East. We should be in the AFC, AFC South. South. Theoretically speaking. Oh, we should really be in the AFC South. Right? He's trade us. But I understand AFC why South. they kept us in the AFC East because of the teams we play, right? I really need people to understand this. Some people at Buffalo. Let me speak into the mic a little clearer. Go ahead. You do know it doesn't only snow in Buffalo. Jackasses. It snows in Cleveland, Ohio as well. Everywhere. Yeah, except Miami. Yeah. But... Just because it snows, you think, yeah, you have home field advantage against the Dolphins. Like, yeah. It's because there ain't shit else to do in but Buffalo. With have their you seen identity. what Tom Brady played in the New England? Yeah, their identity is only tied to that. And so their thing is, hey, we have the craziest, most ridiculous fans, and it's cold. Congrats. Yeah. It's now just you're home like, with us. Yeah. Way to go. Hey. Run to you on one more time. It's great. That's all organic too. Because someone, great. well, Carter asked, "Who's who? Who who did that?" It's like me. It's it's great. It really it's is me. It really is. But yeah, great. no, it snows in Cleveland. I mean, not Cleveland. It does snow in Cleveland. Yes, it snows in snows in Cincinnati. And you know what the thing is? And here's what people don't realize: of all the te- and granted, nobody you realize how this Demar Hamlin thing don't exist no more. The NFL complete as soon as people found out, hey, he's not going to die. He's not the dead. NFL yeah. completely scrubbed all of that from everything. And you they know like, how mad the Bengals were because they weren't mad that your boy almost died. They were mad. The, they felt like it was disrespect that they got from the league with the the coin know, toss thing. It's the coin toss thing. Neutral site location. The neutral site that. game yeah. tickets going on sale, which I understand because you got to sell tickets. They came and they whooped y'all up. Because I had a feeling that Buffalo game, you would have won your fantasy league. Yes. The, remember how that game started? The Bengals drove it down their throat very early on and put up a quick touchdown. And they were driving again when the Hamlin play happened. Mm-hmm. But um, what the NFL did with that whole ticket thing and everything, they gave an already great team an opportunity to do what every sport team wants to do. The whole chip on the shoulder, it's us versus them thing. Mm -hmm. Once the Bengals got that, they played like a team with that. And Joe, for me, that game was Joe Burrow proving a point that y'all having a lot of these Josh Allen and Justin Herbert conversations. How much Super Bowls he been to? These dudes ain't been to a Super Bowl yet. Mm -hmm. These dudes ain't break none of the records that I broke yet. You need to have me in this conversation with Patrick Mahomes. I don't Not them. Look, we all know Patrick Mahomes is different level. Yeah. Like, let's be real, but Joey... Joe Burrow is there. Joe Burrow is the next one. I want to talk about that matchup more when we get to that game, right? But remember, I think, was it the beginning of this season or last year? I think it was in the preseason when we were recording and you showed me and Cardo, they produced like a tear of quarterbacks and Josh Allen was number Number one. one, Yeah, ESPN had him at number one. We were like, what what are you seeing that everyone else doesn't see? He led, he went on to as much shit as we give Doc Prescott. Josh Allen was the one that led the league in turnovers, by the way. Mm Mm-hmm. He also led the league in, like, just being shitty at Lo- the end of the game. Losing so in the playoffs at home. Yeah. He led the league in the snow. There. Yeah. <laughs> Over on the NFC side, their divisional round. Oh, oh, wait. Let's stay with the let's stay with the AFC one. Um, 
the Chiefs Jaguars game, which we expected the Jaguars magic to run out. But yeah, we but saw we saw a, a Chad Henney sighting. Here's why this game was important. That same play because the effect that that is going to have on if Scarlett came in that game, they would have get beat. Yeah, we're just gonna talk about Chad Henney. Chad Henney. How do you, okay as a we remember the times when we had to believe in Chad Henney. As a matter of fact, I think Baby Kaizen had a Chad Henney jersey. I got to double check it and look. There was a point where we had to believe had in to. him to be the future, right? That was Bill Parcells. How, did you, how did you feel seeing that, watching him still be around doing a, it? A, I and C, but B, when I saw him come in the game, I said, wait, that's not a bad backup. It's not a bad backup. That's not a bad backup. Like, it's Chad Henney. Like... It could be worse. It could be so much worse. It's not, I mean, given the backup, anybody who ain't had Brock Purdy is a backup this year. Tough backup situation. So the Chiefs, they had their... But Shoot, Jacoby Brissett would have been a great backup this season. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess that's why Browns paid him. But I, I kind of expected, and this, to me, this happens a lot when you have a bye. You expected the Chiefs to kind of hiccup early because football is one of those things where time off people respond to that in different ways so i thought the jaguars would be close early and then the yeah, mahomes the Mah- yeah the mahomes injury happened now we and it allowed them to stay closer if that's gonna affect them in this next game yeah that's the biggest thing the biggest thing for them is always health. but i've always thought that the bengals i mean we'll talk about the game when we talk about the game yeah um, let's go over to the NFC divisional round podcast in the next 35 seconds. <laughs> and, and <laughs> NFC divisional round. Um, the Eagles looked like this, the Eagles we saw all season long. Jalen Hurts did what, at least what I thought he would do to the Giants, because if the Giants weren't playing the Vikings, I did not think they had a chance. That was easily the most lopsided, by the way, the entire divisional round full of horrible games. Mm-hmm. They were all bad. Like none of them were actually just good. A, just a Jack's game. But even that one was kind of... No, that was a fumble that he had coming. Yeah. And then they got the ball back and then they threw the pick or whatever. But yeah, no. Yeah, I suppose. If you had to look at games, that was the best game. But the Eagles looked exactly like the best team they have looked like this entire season. Oh, yeah, no, hands down. Like, they they came in there and the the craziest thing is everyone's like, oh, the Giants, this is the... the, No. 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 Just... Just no. Jalen Hurts said, come. And then, and then finally, the postmortem on the Cowboys and on Dak. What a way to end your goddamn season. Like, I wanted to start with that only because the Buffalo thing was funnier. But the last play of your season is to have your highly paid running back get demolished. Play center. You know what was funny? So he's playing center, and I said, what the hell are they doing? So then they call a timeout. So the 49ers gave them a chance to say, nah, let's scrap this. They were report- There were reports that D'Amico Ryan's 49ers defensive coordinator was actually looking over to the Cowboys' sideline like, are you people sure you're going to do this? Yeah. If you're going to put 200-something pound Ezekiel Elliott and try to stop my D linemen or linebackers he from getting to Dak Prescott. Oh. The th- the exact thing that we thought was going to yeah. happen is what happened. Like it's like Zeke snaps the ball and he doesn't snap it like a regular center suit. It's any uh, center of gravity. It's just like fly football. Here you go, boom! And I said, boy. And that was the end of the play. And that's how you end your season. Mm-hmm. So America's team, the one that leads every single sports talk show, you drive all of the content. You end your season with a fart and a whimper. With your running back just being demolished and nothing happening. I keep telling you, Doc ain't that guy. 
and but the you Cowboys know what's ain't crazy? that team. The Cowboys ain't that team. But you know what's crazy? That was part of Brock Purdy's worst game. It was. His worst game. But and they still won. Here's the thing, though. Brock Purdy's worst game, he still did not turn the ball over. Mm-mm. That's the but amazing they won. part. No, but that's, that's what you got to realize. Like, He didn't play for them to lose. He did enough for them to win. That's what you want. And now... And we'll talk about the other game when we get to it. All right, so let's move on to divisional round. You see, most gamblers, when they go to gamble, they go to win. When we go to gamble, we go to lose subconsciously. Bittersweet weekend. This is a time. I think when you only got two games left, it's the time when I think people, there are a lot more stake on your bets. So, like, what would have been a $20 bet before? Maybe you lay. 50 on that one because there are only two games that's the kind of weekend the divisional round is and just from a strictly fine perspective it's bittersweet because this is the last week where you got two games mm. it's done after this yeah but why do they have to have these games at three and six o'clock and of all the games to pick for the six o'clock game they picked the east coast the, the eastern time zone theoretically conference that was that was that was a weird choice to me but all right we'll take it in chronological order NFC Championship game, Sunday at 3 o'clock. The Philadelphia Eagles hosting the San Francisco 49ers. Eagles favored by 2.5. Money line on this. Eagles at minus 148. 49ers, you could get that at plus 123. Over under on this game is 46. Immediate thoughts on that line right there. I thought that is a lot of respect to this 49ers defense. That is just 2.5. Which is, they, they, I gr- granted, that is earned respect. That is earned respect. Th- I feel like this is clearly the best defense in the NFL. They impose their will on every single game. It is the only team that I watch and I, like, I know football hurts. I know for a fact that football hurts, but it feels like it hurts on a different level when you play the 49ers. Mm, boy, see, this is, to me, boy, I don't even know. I feel... This is a game the Eagles should win. They should win. But Brock Purdy, though. But Brock Purdy. Here's the thing with this one. Um, And, yeah, the 49ers defense deserves all the praise, all the platitudes we give them. But I feel the same way about that Eagles offense, and specifically that Eagles that offensive Eagle line. That so good. That, that offensive line is amazing. Like, you could you could be a casual observer of football, and casual observers of football don't really pay attention to the line of scrimmage, but it jumps out at the screen how good that offensive line is because Jalen Hurts is back there all day. The running lanes are wide open. They just impose their will on the game. So to me, this is one, of, and it's a cliche to say, but something really has to give here. That great defense against this ridiculous this offensive this way, line. Brock Purdy isn't going to win you the game by scoring 30 points. It, it, it well, then can you win this game? Then? Yeah, they could win it, but it's the defense that's going to have to win. It's something where you have four teams left. There are only two teams that could keep up with the Eagles offense, and they're both in the AFC. Like, they're, going, they're ones who could put points up. Yeah, the Niners, uh, they've been averaging 35 points Yeah, I was about to say, they've been with, putting but, points uh, up boy, in bunches. And the Eagles. I think a lot of people are still... Like, you could put up 35, but they might put up 48. I think a lot of people are still waiting for the bottom to fall out on the Brock Purdy experience. I think people thought that last game, like you mentioned, that was his worst game. So is it trending down at this point? Because 
it doesn't make sense for a rookie to do this over the course of what eight nine games i don't think it's trending down i just think it's something where we got to remember this is playoffs football you're already when you scout you have taped the whole year on the guy now you have six seven games every game tape is one more thing they could they could plan for so but I don't know. The, the, like I said, the Eagles' offense looks so good. When you see them drive the ball the first time, you could just turn the game off and say, well, that's 40. And the Eagles do actually have a really good defense. I mean, the 49ers, they're on a different level than anyone else, I think. But I, you, you have I, to contain Hurts. Like, you can't let them run. They have the linebackers to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you're going to have to contain them because if not, it's just going to be a field day. Yeah. Like, you can... W- watching Dre Greenlaw and Warner is an experience because you will never have a 49er game where you're just watching and you don't hear their names. Like, they are going to make plays. So, I know there is going to be some sort of spy or some kind of scheme on Jalen Hurts. because, And I say that because there has to be. Because if there's no. not, then you get blown away. Yeah, no, because then they're just going to run, pick up first downs and pick up touchdowns and walk in backwards. And hey, that'll be. It's going to be interesting. I think the Eagles win. Which receiving core do you think have a has a better game in this matchup? You get think the Eagles. Ah, so you think you, you're taking AJ Brown and Devontae Smith mm-hmm. over Ayuk, Debo, and, Debo and McCaffrey. And, and I guess you got to include George Kittle in that. Yeah, no, I'm taking the Eagles. I really think that the Eagles are going to... See, they're going to hit you with a long ball, but I think it's going to be a lot of quick passes coming out, and them receivers just going to get them yards. I don't know why. That's yak? Yeah, they're going to get that yak, and then touchdowns off the yak. All I right. I think this game would get really ugly really quick. The Eagles do have a, a tendency to do that to you. All right, well, who you got for the right to go... To your hometown of Arizona. Hometown of Arizona. Arizona is going the 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 Eagles. Not the Niners, but the Eagles. I gotta go Eagles on this one too. Shit, and that means the Niners winning. <laughs> <laughs> and I also I also think they cover I think they cover the spread comfortably. Well yeah, no, if okay, it's the same thing I'm gonna say with the Cowboys game. And I know it's like, oh, well, no shit. It's either going to be a close game with the Niners trying to make that run to make it to keep it close, or it's just going to be a complete blowout by the Eagles. It's one or the other. I don't think it's going to be the Eagles trying to creep up to keep the game close. I think they're going to be dictating the control of the game, and it's the Niners that are going to be having to keep it close enough to be able to strike. If not, it's going to be over. I'm I'm not gonna lie to me because if Brock Purdy goes to Super Bowl and wins the Super Bowl, then God damn it! To me, this Tom Brady 2.0. <laughs> I think these teams are so good and it's so close to evenly match. I think the deciding factor is going to be the quarterback play, and if it comes down to that, to me, the decision the is MVP? easy. I'm gonna go with Jalen Hurts, and I'm going Eagles. Um, I is it don't. I don't. Th- of Jalen Hurts or. <laughs> This, this is not a race thing, but he, if I mean, we, we only have two left. I, I, I'm picking the over for this. Oh, so we know what the other game is for you. You know what the other game is for me. Sorry, Kale. I'm picking the over on this. I do think this game gets over 46. Yeah. 
As good as these defenses are, I the Eagles, do have that I think, kind of score thirty. I do if they have score that, thirty is going to be a blowout. I have that kind of confidence in both these offenses as well that they are still going to be able to score. And forty six ain't as much as you think when you think mm-hmm. about it. I think I'm so I'm going Eagles. I'm taking over on this one. You see, um, yesterday how Buddy covered the over in his points. He did with the free throws, and everyone's like, "Look at Buddy, always looking out." <laughs> he could have dunked that ball though, but he ain't dunk it. I mean, save he needs. It's a long season. You're actually going to be playing in the playoffs this year. Knock on wood. All right, let's move over to the AFC side. Which is the most interesting game of the week. The one that John really wants to see. The one that everyone really wants to see. Because this is the rematch. The rematch of the rematch of the like, rematch. You know what this is? This is a real rematch. The Cincinnati, the sorry, the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. So what's KC favored by? Four? And the- <laughs> and a half? Or two? Bengals favored by one. Huh. On the road. On the road. You could get that at minus 110, but also you can get the Chiefs on the other side, uh, plus one, at that, minus 110. And that line is strictly based on Mahomes' ankle. Money line on the Bengals, minus 118. Chiefs, minus 105. Over under on this game is 47. Minus 113 on both of those. And Definitely like, going over. Like John said, this is 100%. 100%. I know about the history. I know that the Bengals have won the last three Andy Reid has to hate Zach Taylor, but this line completely hinges on the status or the perceived status of Patrick Mahomes and this high ankle sprain. And it already moved because it was at Bengals were minus 2.5, I think, two and a half a day ago. It opened at minus two and a half, but that's already moved to one because I think you have a lot of people, whether it's reports out of Kansas City or you just assuming he's going to get shot up with Toradol and he's going to be fine. You know he's playing. Mm-hmm. It's just where is he going to be? So this definitely is probably going to turn into a pick em. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like, sure, I th- think. This, 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 you, this has the thing of... It'll, it'll depend on the Thursday practice. If um, people go out there and they see Patrick I mean, Mahomes... the and, line's at one right now. yeah. Well, one and a half. Or but I think it, it shifts over to KC. It's going to shift over, but I think it's going to shift to a pick em, and they're not going to have a true favorite. It's just, I mean, they'll have one, but I think it slip to a pick em. But just based on the Mahomes thing, based on how Jacksonville actually held their own defensively mm-hmm. against them, I do not see how Kansas City beats the Bengals. It's definitely going to be... I mean, you see how they're going to beat them. I mean... I already know there's this guy with that wears the number 15. That's that's my guy. Like, I honestly think... And I get he's your guy, but... I think... I don't know how to choose against him. I think he's the best person to ever play this position. I've never seen anybody play this position better than him. Yeah, but we know at the end of the day, it ain't the best person playing the position. I know, I know. Game. And listen, if there's a team that's going to do it, it is this Bengals team because they have they have the Buffalo offense. Buffalo would have gotten blown out by, um, well, Kansas you know, City for sure. I don't know. They get up for those games and they, they hang up, they hang banners for those games. It's the only yeah. games they want to win. But they would, that's why they would have lost. It would have been forty-two <laughs> to forty-one. They didn't get a two-point conversion. Yeah, they would have had a banner saying "We came close again." again. But the Bengals defense is good enough. The, what is this is the craziest thing about football and why matchups are so important, right? Think about how close the Bengals were to being out of the playoffs. A Sam Hubbard fumble near the one yard line return for a touchdown. The the Ravens, if they give that 
ball to J.K. Dobbins, we're probably walking in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, they may end up winning that game without Lamar Jackson. Bengals are out, but now look at what matchups do. Now, here's the thing. You know how close they were to winning the Super Bowl? Hmm. Like, it's, it's very hard. And Kansas City's done it. They've made the Super Bowl, then they've gone back. But it's hard to go back-to-back years. And it's seen, they opened this season like they had the classic Super Bowl hangover mm-hmm. because that's what every storyline was. They, they had lost the, to the Steelers. The five turnover game. Joe Burrow came out and stunk it up game one. Mm. Four picks or five picks, cigars. something crazy like that. And then they ended up writing the ship. They, they are exactly like what the 49ers are, the two hottest teams in football. 49ers won 12 in a row. I think the Bengals are on like 10. Yeah, I don't, I don't see how the Bengals are losing. I think defensively, they match up tremendously against the Chiefs. Um, I was saying it. I don't know if I was on the podcast, but I was just saying it. I felt that just how the Dolphins matched up well against the Bills defensively, miraculously. Yeah. I knew the Bengals would match up well against them. And I just feel they have the pieces to contain. Because remember, it's containing Kansas City. It's not saying you're going to stop their offense. You're containing what they do. Yeah, enough for us to win. I see Kansas City... Only scoring 24 points max. And Bengals getting it with 27. And the Bengals have like a 34-point game. Like I think, because I think it's going to be one of those things where the Bengals are up by seven. They take the ball down. They drain some time and then kick a field goal to get that two two score lead. And then there's nothing. You know, Kansas City at that point has got to go for touchdowns, turn the ball over and downs, couple knees, game over. Even the Bengals offense is more balanced because oh, yeah. you have you have Joe Jamar Mixon. Chase. Joe Mixon is boy, let me tell you something about Joe Mixon. Every time he was on my fantasy team, boy, he sucked. The second I start playing fantasy, it's like, wait, what type of numbers are these? Amazing numbers. But um Yeah. You Joe you, Mixon you make very, 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 very valid arguments. But before we get off of Mixon. He's the type of person that everyone knew he had the potential not to be a superstar at back, but a very good running back. Yeah, for sure. A, 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 in the upper tier, as ESPN would want to put things, you know, maybe a tier two running back. But just never produce. He would get hurt, whatever. Now he's putting it together last two seasons, and he's getting the yards when they count. Like, that last game, Buffalo couldn't stop Cincinnati running that ball. Huh. Must have been the snow. Possibly. Weird. You think it's going to snow in Kansas? I don't know. Check that out. But here's the thing. I think this this game for the Chiefs... Jesus not, Christ, the low in Tucson is 29. Not only is their season on the line, but I think Steve Spagnola's job is on the line. Because if Joe Burrow carves up his Chiefs defense again, I he has to get fired. Sunday, the high of 26, low of 16. You cannot ignore the fact that the Bengals have won this matchup three times. Like that, that can no longer be considered a fluke. They won at home. They won on the road. You can't ignore that. Oh, you Philadelphia sh- is going to be in the fifties. You shouldn't ignore that. Mm-mm. But I will, and I'm taking the Chiefs. Yeah, I know because of Patrick Mahomes. Like <laughs> I, I just can't do it. I'm not. I I already know. I I can't I can't do it. I can't do it. Let's put it this way. Boy, they ain't. They could get a couple stops, and like I said, it all depends on. Mahomes He's ankle. made of magic. It's, it's all depends on his ankle because I don't care how much magic you have. It's that fourth quarter, and if something, and, and that's the thing that sucks about sports. One bad step, like, and that sucks about football more than anyone yeah. any of the other sports. I, I feel like that 
if Mahomes gets hurt this game with his ankle, it's going to be something stupid like him trying to do a quarterback sneak and the center steps on his ankle. Like Andy Reid ain't sneaking that. No, boy. no, but I'm just saying it would be something stupid like that where yeah. you'd be like, what? When he hands the ball off the running back, it kicks his leg by accident and they both trip and it's like, oh God, John, don't put, don't put that in the air. But if Joe Burrow does do this and advances to the Super Bowl for the second consecutive year and has to go through Patrick Mahomes to do it again, you can't have the best quarterback in the league conversations without him. He has to be in there. And if people are arguing him, arguing him over Mahomes, I personally wouldn't say yes. No, I wouldn't say yes either just because of the numbers that Mahomes is putting yeah. up. And he has a Super Bowl. He has a Super Bowl. He's been to the Super Bowl. It's not like he lost at home in the second round of the playoffs. But you know the strange thing that people do, and it's not like in basketball where it's... Does he have a you- stupid face? <laughs> Sick reference. It's not like in basketball where it's like, let's take the LeBron Kobe arguments or there were times when you are directly responsible for stopping that person's success because you got to guard them on defense. Mm -hmm. Quarterbacks don't face that. You're going Mm -hmm. against the other defense. There's a lot of times when it's completely out of your hands, but that's just how people do the measurement. They will say, oh, Burrow beat Mahomes. They will never say Burroughs only, destroyed the Chiefs' defense. That's yeah. not the way we do that. The only way that I say like that would work for this quarterback thing, like when you could say apples to apples, is if let's just say Burrow takes the ball, drives it down, match go, me. go go ahead, and he matches him and gets a touchdown. They win the game. Then you could say, you know what? That whatever amount of time, that fifty-eight minutes yeah. before, doesn't matter because it was what happened in these last two drives and. I mean, you got to be clutch. You can't be like some quarterbacks and can't come up clutch at the end of the game. Hmm. It seems like they have problem doing that a lot, whether it's in Miami in September or the final game of the season in January. With just some snow. Coming up short. So whether it's in the sun or whether it's in the snow, it just seems like you can't get it done. Yeah. But I, no, I, I see the Bengals. Um, best Josh Allen in the league is a linebacker. Bengals going to back-to-back Super Bowls, which is crazy because remember we used to make fun of the Bengals? It is crazy. You know what that means? We got hope. Shout out to shout out to Carson Palmer, TJ Hushmanzada, Chad Johnson, and them boys for reinvigorating uh, right. the Cincinnati Bengals what franchise. About your, what about your coach, <sighs> Marvin Lewis? <laughs> shout out to Marvin. Shout out to Marvin for his different reasons because Marvin was the best at just maintaining a level of mediocrity to hang the fuck around. Now my thing is this, right? Let's just theoretically say Cincinnati wins the Super Bowl, right? Whew. Marvin, first of all, is invited at the beginning. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. And I also feel like you give him a Super Bowl ring that says thank you. Yeah. Because literally, he took a job that no one wanted. They changed the uniforms, John. I all, listen, I say this. I know talent is a very important. Talent is a very important part of this, but you do not have cultural shifts without shifts in uniforms. Deion Sanders said, look good, feel good, feel good, play good play good they pay good mm-hmm. how you look matters dolphins got to change some shit about the uniform that's no, all definitely. i'm saying i really feel we need to go back to the old logo with the old colors and let's, just you know, let's let's just let's just run that it works let's just run that because i was looking through i was playing madden yesterday and i was looking at some of the they have the old uniforms on there let's just go full 70s or at mm-hmm. least or at least okay. remake the 70s I remember. one look how we turned this into a dolphins yeah. thing by the way uh John has uh, Bengals, Eagles in the Super Bowl. I have Chiefs, Eagles. Back to the Dolphins. Yeah. Go so ahead. my thing is this. I remember when the Dolphins changed their logo to like the Angry Dolphin. Yeah. Which is all right because it wasn't that. 
I like Happy Dolphin. Let's just go. You happy know why dolphin. Happy Dolphin is good? Ace Ventura. Because they won Super Bowls with that Happy Dolphin. Laces out. Miami's a happy place. Happy place. Like you want the Happy Dolphin. To me, that's the coolest logo we have. I... The menacing thing is not gonna work. Let's face no. it, guys. As long as we wear teal, there's teal's. Just is it not a dolphin gonna... or a whale? Dolphin. You sure? Because this this logo we have now. Does it look kids... whaleish? Yeah, kids can't distinguish that. Well, maybe that's our problem. Yeah. You can't look whalish. Exactly. You gotta so go we got to go back to the old stuff, the old color palette. We need more orange incorporated in the trims. Porpoise with a purpose. Mm-hmm. We need the orange end zones. I feel like we need some accent of you deep You say blue change the culture, there. right? Deep blue. We're changing there. the culture back to when we won games. I, that's that's it. what it is. Just go full 70s. I want to be the Bengals so bad. They got orange too. Be the Bengals so bad. Zach Thomas should be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs>